0: Welcome to another edition of the Nerd Podcast. That's never-ending retro dialogue. I am Jordan, and I am Doug. Uh, how you doing, Doug? I'm
1: doing all right. How about you, man? I'm full of Mexican food, so I'm there, doing all right. There you go lunch. Yes, a little, a little peek behind the scenes. We usually record two episodes in, in a single day, and there's usually lunch in between. So yeah. So if we're a little sleepy, <laughs> it was the enchiladas, mm. but they were tasty the salsa has never been more verde
0: i'll tell you that much <laughs> true so this is an interesting episode yeah me. i'm not quite sure what to call it in my head i've been calling it over under Ooh. okay uh slash odd over under odds yeah whoa oh, oh, yeah there we go over, over, under, over odds. under odds um we're talking about characters and comics that are either overused or underused Uh, And that's all subject, that's all opinion, so don't get mad.
1: Yes, this this is all
0: in our opinion. (laughs) And then the odd part is we're also going to talk about some oddball characters that you may not know much about or ever have heard of. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a really fun one because comics are full of weirdo characters.
1: Well, yeah, so whether they were purposely made weird just, just for fun... Um, or a one-off character yeah. just to be kind of written off, or you know, someone made this character and and thought, hey, this will be a good idea. And
0: then... <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time,
1: and uh, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> so we're gonna have a lot of those. Do we want to do? You want to do the overunders first? Because I don't think there's gonna be many of those. Yeah, I think. Well, with uh, I think there's gonna be more underused
0: for me because I'm kind of. Partial to the weirder characters.
1: Correct. Some of... And honestly, some of our underused, you could make an argument that they're odd characters. Yeah. Just because of either their powers or their origin story or whatnot. Um, But yeah, I get you. Yeah.
0: Let's get the hard one... Not the hard one, but let's get the controversial ones out of the way and say let's do... The overused slash overrated. Yes.
1: Look, the the easy one off the bat for me is Harley Quinn. Yeah. And... Look, I, I grew up watching the Batman anime series. That's when Har- Harley Quinn was created. It was, it was for that. And then they did, the what was it, Mad Love, I think was yeah. the name of the, the, the story uh, that they ended up writing, Paul Dini and them. Um, loved Harley Quinn. And I still like her in that area. I can still watch the anime series and, and enjoy it. Uh, but, boy, she is just all over the place now. Yeah, she really blew up. I don't know how long ago it's been, but she...
0: So after a certain point, she was really just in every DC book.
1: Yes. Now, I will say uh, there's the, what, the HBO Max animated series. That's yeah. uh, a Harley Quinn. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Harley Quinn. Yeah, with her and Poison Ivy. And I've actually watched some of those episodes um, with the kids because they love it and it's actually quite entertaining i will say that but it's more oh my goodness they don't take them it it doesn't take itself too seriously it's a little bit more adult and humor and nature and (laughs) so maybe that's why because it's just different but yeah i mean there's been so many different you know comic books lately and like you said they place her in everything
0: um Well, and that's what we should clarify, one thing, is that you and I are comic book guys. We're not necessarily saying like, oh, Harley Quinn shouldn't be in the Suicide Squad movie. Oh, no. She shouldn't be in this and that. But what we're saying, where we're coming from is the fact that comics do this thing where when they get a character that's popular, they put
1: them in everything. They they shoehorn them into every story they can just to hopes to boost those sales. Yeah, Because, ooh, Harley Quinn's in it. Or, ooh, this person's in it. That's that's all we're complaining about, because in the newer, the James Gunn Suicide Squad, I thought that that Harley Quinn was a good character. Yeah, I think Margot Robbie does a, a decent one, and you know Harley Quinn, they've evolved her, right? You yeah, know, yeah, definitely. It, it's her her backstory, her origin. Now there was I forget who wrote the story, but there was a. Uh, uh, Harleen uh, Black Label DC Black Label book that was like three issues long, and that was actually quite good. It goes back to the origins of her being the the psychiatrist and, yeah. and how she became uh, Harley Quinn. So that was quite good. It's just, yeah, they they love putting her wherever they can. Yeah, and it's you know it's just
0: when you read comics, it just become you just get so over over saturated with these characters. Yeah. And, you know, it's like... I'm not going to say, oh, she's an in Injustice. Like, why was she an in Injustice? You know, it's not like that. It's just like, oh, every issue of Batman... And you know what? If she's in Batman, that makes sense. But when she starts showing up in, like, Teen Titans and Superman and um, Blue Beetle... And, you yeah. know, it's like, what's why, going on? Yeah, why is she here? Yeah. Nope, I got you. I mean, it's the same thing. I, I think that they are over this now. But do you remember when Guardians of the Galaxy was the
1: it girl? You know, it's... It's funny. I almost wrote them down. I have another Marvel. I have two Marvel characters on here, but I almost put Guardians of Guard Ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy down. I mean, after that first movie, oh, yeah. they were everywhere. And then you had a Rocket Raccoon comic. You had a Groot line. You yeah, had, it was just again, you're cashing in on the popularity while you can. Unfortunately, that doesn't always mean that you're writing. You've got a good story right. to tell. And one looks one need not look any further than.
0: All the group Pops that we had. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They were really cashing in on Groot. And there was like Guardians of the Galaxy 3000 or something like that. Yes. And Old Man Quill and mm-hmm. all of these crazy, I mean, Drax got a series, Gamora got a series. It was like, they were all over the place. They have very much simmered that down now. Yes. I don't know what it's going to be like after this new movie comes out though. Um, probably nothing like when that first movie came out because it was everywhere everywhere yeah and i'm not i'm not gonna say they're overused but but a couple years ago
1: when that movie came out they were definitely overused. yeah yeah they definitely were i mean sticking with marvel the one that i think we both agree on is deadpool i couldn't agree anymore (laughs) now for the record i i enjoyed deadpool very much when he was first introduced it was you know a different kind of character um you know he's a little bit Again, more adult. He was coming in when I was, you know, in my late teens. Yeah. Um, so that was that was fun. He was neat. And uh, here over the last, what would you say, 10 years? Definitely the last decade, yeah. It is just, I mean, you had a Deadpool comic. You had Deadpool versus Hawkeye. You had Deadpool versus this person. Deadpool kills the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. I mean, it was just all over. He was the special, you know, he would pop up in the the Ultimate Alliance game. And yeah. that was like the big thing is, oh my God, we get to have Deadpool in the game. Um, I will say, I don't think you've watched them but I enjoyed both of the Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, in, entertaining. Um, and, and rewatchable. But... They're not something I have to watch constantly because yep. it's just, yeah. You you turn around and there's Deadpool. I mean, look at all the. I mean, again, Deadpool has a ton of pops. There's all kinds of merch out there. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, he's popular right now. Has been so. Yeah, and you know, make the bank while you can. Like the thing that I want to reiterate
0: is this is this is opinion based. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of Deadpool fans out there, and I'm sure almost everybody that listens to our podcast is a Deadpool fan. So, like, don't take it personally. It's nah. just that, like, we came from an area where, like, Harley Quinn, he was shoehorned into every single book that they could. He was an Avenger. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Yeah. how could Deadpool be an Avenger? Exactly. So, it definitely comes from a place of just, like, I don't know. It's Just imagine... I, I can't even think of a... There's really no nothing like the comic book industry that I can compare this to. I guess, like,
1: if... They love doing the crossover yeah. so that they can just monopolize the sales and boost those sales as much as they can, any which way they can. That's that's one of the reasons I, for the most part, I can't stand getting getting attached to any one series. because yeah. they uh, eventually it gets, oh, here's a, you know, dark world, you know, dark crisis crossover, yeah. and here's this and here. It's like, no, I just... Can't you just give me a storyline? This is all I need. Special guest star. This. Yeah. Whoop-de-do. Okay. This isn't Columbo. <laughs> Come on. I wish it was. Oh, that'd be better. You know what? A Columbo comic. Yeah. Why not? Why not? What if you had Columbo and Col Jack working together? Oh my gosh. Now that would be underrated. That would be. We need to get a hold of Michael Nino. Yeah. See if he can do a Columbo Cold (laughs) Jack. Get him and Mr. Sterling Sterling on that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Well, here, I'll I'll be the one that does this one. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to say this, and everyone needs to know this is like one of my favorite characters of all time, but doesn't mean they don't plaster them everywhere. And that's Batman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You have Batman. You have Detective Comics. You got World's Finest. Um, and then any number of miniseries yep. that are separate from. He'll pop up in the, the Teen Titans. The Nightwing series. Catwoman. I mean, it's they have them everywhere. I think I remember when Rat was still in town. And counting how many Batman... <laughs> Titles. Titles yeah. were on your guys' wall and it was like seven or eight. Yeah. And Batman's a tricky one because
0: he is the face of DC Comics. I mean Comics. he's he's the moneymaker. Um, I get it. D C Detective Comics. Yep. And that's Batman. So yep. but I definitely see where you're coming from and I do think that he um when there is doubt you know, there's an episode of SpongeBob where they say, "When in doubt, Pinky out." <laughs> DC's motto is, "When in doubt, when in doubt, Batman out." Batman out, yep. So get him on there. It's it is interesting because, like, when you think of uh, DC, I tend to think of Superman, Wonder Woman, but Batman is like by and above, far and beyond. Oh yeah, their guy. It'd be
1: interesting to see the sales of his books versus the others. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could you know, add up like the next 10 DC comic lines and it doesn't equal Batman. Right. And I wonder if it was always that way
0: or if since he started getting darker, people were like, Oh, I'm more into the dark stuff.
1: Well, and then you, there's so many different lines you can take, right? When you've got 80 years of, of history, there's so many different avenues you can go and you can have these, these stories that aren't in canon or you can have an Elseworld, or, or whatnot. I mean, it just, it does open up several avenues, and I get it. Yeah. Um, and look, I'm one of the guilty ones when they, when they come out. I've been getting the the, uh, Batman Adventures continue, uh, and they're in season three of that. And you know, it's it's the animated, ver- universe, and so I've been getting that. And then there was. Uh, uh batman gotham knight i think is what it was called but he's over in europe um i mean all the miniseries yeah um so yeah i mean it's but i mean there's there's no doubt he you can't go anywhere without yeah and you can't go into a comic shop without seeing half dozen or more batman titles on the wall
0: yeah and i mean you know i think the other thing is like he's the most recognizable character for a lot of People who are not even comic book readers, yeah. Uh, because like, look how many Batman movies we have. You know oh what yeah. I mean? And I think the other thing is he has this rogues gallery that people really really like. Well, it's funny um, you bring that up. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing actually. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. Joker overused. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's Jokers. what I thought you were going to say, and yep.
1: I agree. I I, obviously iconic. Yes. And a great foil to Batman, but he's got so many good villains but it you don't have to always use the Joker yeah and it seems like it's it's always to that and and look I get it you've got the Joaquin Phoenix movie that did really well and you know Heath Ledger re re uh, introduced the popularity to that character you've got Harley Quinn going everywhere and you know Harley Quinn and Joker go together yeah. like peas and carrots isn't that what Force says Something like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I did enjoy, there was a DC Black Label uh, miniseries uh, called Three Jokers. Yeah. And, and that was actually very interesting. Did you read that? I did not. Um, so, without going too deep into it, because I don't want to spoil anything, but, I mean, the, the concept is, is that there's, like, the original Joker, and then you've got the the clown and then you've got the criminal the killer mm. and there's three different ones and that's and and Batman's been dealing with these three the whole time um and didn't know that they were different people and so it was very interesting it was a good read and it actually that was a fresh take yeah so I don't know it just seems like sometimes with the Joker especially now how much? How much more over the top can we go? How much yeah. more violent can we make it? How much more? You know, oh my god! You know, like what was that line with this the in the Scott Snyder run where you know he's putting another person's face on top of his or his or his face got cut off. And yeah, he, I mean, it was just yeah. it was just wild.
0: Um, yeah. The other thing with the Joker is he's such a uh, a popular character and such an overpowering character that. When he is present, it tends to become about him more than Batman or whoever he is there. Because, like, if you look at the 1989 movie, who gets top billing? Yeah. The Joker. So, you know, and I don't know. It's just, to me, it's like, okay, like, I know some of his villains are less realistic, like Mr. Freeze, Clayface, but I don't know. Batman has, I think Batman has the best villains.
1: Yes. In comics, so. Well, that's funny when you say realistic, because I think. Maybe that's part of the problem too, is because he's human, and you know, you could have someone that psychotic, and we've proven to have people that psychotic. The thing about comics is, it it we're in the realm of, you know, imaginary, and and we can have these odd characters, and I think that's what makes it nice. Yeah. Oh well. Do you? While we're on the subject, do you have a favorite Batman villain? Ooh, you know, right off the top of my head, it's Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I, I love Mr. Freeze. Oh, yeah, Mr. Freeze is great. I've always liked Two-Face. Ooh, he's a good one. Yep. Yeah, so. You know, and look, with Two-Face, you still have that human element, and you can kind of sympathize with him, right? And and that's the whole point to a good villain, is to make him popular, you got to find a way to, hey, you know, I I... I kind of see a human side to them even though ultimately they're bad I mean that's what works for mr. freeze right but yeah um, the only other one I had was a Marvel and that was X-men
0: um, yeah I could see that there well the problem with X-men is there's so many and that, and,
1: that, and that's kind of why if you want to be able to use all of your characters you need the multiple books but I just remember what at what point what was there X Men Gold X Men Blue yeah. X Men Red wasn't yep. there, um, and then you still had like the um, and then was it Gambit and Rogue had their own run. I don't know. Yeah. It, well, they
0: that's the thing. Everybody gets their own run. Yeah. You know, Iceman, Beast. Yeah. Kitty Pride. Yeah. Cyclops. Everybody. That's the problem. And like to because me to me. X-Men is such a team book. Yeah. It's like when these people get their individual runs, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah.
1: The the only, to me, the only X-Men that works to have a solo title is Wolverine. Yeah. Um, only because of, of his history. I get it. You want to try to, again, expand sales and, and popularity for for your line. But yeah, I just, but uh, there were so many X-Men titles there for the longest time um, I think they have shrunk it down but it's still and that's the biggest issue is there's just so many characters yeah that's the thing X-Men has the most
0: confusing one of the most confusing continuities because there are so many characters and so many titles and so many years because it's a, you know it's yeah you're talking 60 years 60 practically. years you yeah. know and um, I think it actually is exactly 60 years this year oh my ooh. I think so I think 63 maybe maybe that's Spider-Man I don't know Anyway, uh, yeah. So there's just too much going. There's too many moving pieces, and they have to. um, Now it's funny because they're not present in the MCU. Yeah. Um, but in the comic book world, it's like whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good list of overrated. Um, I'm gonna add one more. Okay. Not overused, but overrated. Okay. Lobo. Oh gosh, yes. Yes. Um, he may be the main
1: man. But I just find him kind of obnoxious. Yeah, I don't like him at all. Yeah, not looking forward to a uh, Jason Momoa Lobo. Yeah, movie vehicle. Nope, <laughs> not not in the least. I honestly don't get. I the don't appeal? get it. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't, and I'm not trying to sound like you know, get off my lawn. I'm an old man or anything, but just like sometimes there's just characters that rub me the wrong way. Yeah,
1: he's one of them. Yep, I I. Never cared when he showed up in the uh, Justice League animated. Yeah, um, there was a Lobo and who was it? Martian. the yeah, Martian, Martian. Marvin, Marvin the I Martian. Think. Or it's not Martian Manhunter. Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Or was that Martian Manhunter? Mm-hmm. Who did Who did Lobo? No, Lobo crossed over with. Was it Wiley Coyote? That sounds right. I don't know. I think it was Lobo. DC and and because it's all Warner Brothers, uh, they did. Uh, DC character um, and Looney Tunes character crossovers. I think it was Lobo and Wally Coyote, now that I think about it. It was Marvin the Martian and Martian Man. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman was a Tasmanian devil. El- Elmer Fudd was Batman. And Bugs Bunny was the Legion of Superheroes, <laughs> which was odd. Yeah. Um, and then um, Jonah Hex and Yosemite Sam. So, but, um, Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, Lobo was also in, what DC animated movie was he in? It was a Superman yeah, one. Yeah, the one, the. It was one of the newer ones, the right? The one where it was like his origin story. Yeah, again. Superman, Man of Tomorrow or. Something. Something like that. I don't know. I just, I can take him or leave him. Yeah. Honestly, I'd rather leave him, but. Yeah. I'll go with that. He is definitely not, he will start to be overused if they do. Right. If they do a, a movie. If they do a movie. But he is. He may be the most overrated, honestly, because I'd rather have Deadpool than him. <laughs> really? I don't feel that strongly. but Yeah. Anywho. All right. Underused.
0: Underused. Undervalued. Undervalued. Underestimated. Top of Under my something. head. Yep. And I think you probably agree. Animal Man.
1: Right. He's the top of my list. Okay.
0: <laughs> animal Man. What a great character. What a unique power. He's able to emulate the power of any animal within his what is that like his sphere of
1: yeah if he can perceive them yeah. or if they're near him if if like if an earthworm is in the ground and he's touching the ground he can absorb their power yeah, yeah. Yep. what a great character um probably most
0: famously written by grant morrison in yes. the late 80s late 80s early yeah. 90s maybe. early
1: 90s yeah And we've definitely talked about that. That run we've talked about in the underrated Um, superhero run. Or not underrated. Superhero runs you have to... Yeah, you have to read.
0: Um, Animal Man. Also, great costume. Orange and blue. Perfect. I love the color orange, so... Yeah. But he's just not used very much. I think the last time I saw him, he was... I think he might have been in the Justice League... One of the Justice Leagues. Justice League Canada or something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've read comics. Like actively yeah uh and i don't know anything about you know, i haven't heard anything about i know jeff, no. lemire yeah, a, jeff lemire did jeff a the
1: new 52 which i've not read
0: i read some of it i think when it crossed over with swamp thing it's pretty good
1: yeah well it's jeff lemire so jeff Lemire, so he can't do any wrong now he would also obviously i mean that's an odd character yeah he, he would definitely qualify as an odd yeah character. he qualifies um just the 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 idea of his powers alone is is fairly ridiculous, but it's fun. Like, they actually use, in the Grant Morrison run, he does do the whole worm thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the more
0: creative aspects of his power, because you just think, like, when you think, like, animal powers, you just think kind of like Beast Boy, where you can turn into an animal. Yeah. But to be able to
1: use those powers. Yeah. Use that ability. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So on that same one, Resurrection Man Resurrection is on my Man, list, yeah. is underused.
0: Definitely underused. I haven't seen him since the New 52. Correct. Uh, which is funny that they even gave him a title. Right. Uh, because he's Resurrection Man. I'm surprised they gave him something at all. Yeah. But that's a great one. If you If you didn't listen to, I think we talked about him before. Yep. But if you didn't listen to that, then he is a guy who every time he dies, he comes back with a new superpower, which is just a fantastic concept and sometimes they're useful and sometimes they're not. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And he doesn't he never knows what it yeah, is until you never know what you're going to get till you die and come back. Yeah. And then he needs to use it. Yeah. I again, kind of odd neat concept but with with HBO Max and stuff. Oh yeah. I mean you you could you could do a fun series with him. Yeah. And it wouldn't have to be super long. It could be and because of his powers and the way they work it, it could be like a mystery of the week yeah. type of episode where, you know, you know, he's you see him dying and he comes back and and he goes on about his day. I don't know. I, I think that could be fun. Yeah, he's uh, definitely underused and an odd one. He is. I
0: think you're going to find a lot of overlap between the oddballs and the underused. Oh, absolutely. And I think one thing that you're going to find is that there's going to be a lot of DC characters on this list. Yeah, Because DC characters on a whole are a little bit weirder yes um, I mean some of the x-men are pretty weird
1: but um... I have one x-men on the oddball list I can't wait to talk about him all right I'm gonna try and guess who it is let me see
0: oh nope that wasn't who I was gonna bring up Ah! Um, yeah so resurrection man definitely great definitely underused yes and he needs to be he needs to be used more in yes. my in my book agreed. If
1: DC focused more on their weird characters, then I would read more. Oh, absolutely. are I mean, think about. I don't have them listed, but I mean, I could rapid fire. I mean, they hardly do anything with the Spectre. Yeah. Spectre just pops up. He's he's a tool. That's it. Uh, same with the question. Or, the question was on my list for underrated. Yeah. Uh, the um, Phantom Stranger. I mean, you you could. Again, if you want to talk about a fun series you could do, you could do a live-action Justice League Dark yeah. and have all kinds of fun with that. Well, weren't they going to make a movie of that? I thought so at some point, but, I mean... Obviously not now, but... So, I mean, it's... I don't know. There's there's so many characters like that. Another one I had listed as odd, but he could be considered underused as Ragman.
0: Oh, definitely weird, definitely underused. Ragman, um, I was introduced through Shadow Pact, I believe. Do you know that book? Mm-hmm. Um, Shadow Pact was like a, a pseudo Justice League Dark, I'd say, kind of a, a precursor yeah. to Justice yes. League Dark. And uh, they had a bunch of great people. I'll name another oddball that was on that list, or that was on that team: Detective Chimp. Yes, yes. But Ragman is also a, um, a, a citizen of Gotham, I believe. Right? Yes, I believe so. So he kind of he can he shows up from time to time in Batman, and I think he was in the Outsiders or something. He was in some supergroup. Besides Shadow Pact, I think. Bragman definitely definitely underused. Definitely odd. Definitely cool. Um, his power... I don't know how you would describe his powers. He's got <laughs> prehensile rags, I guess.
1: Yeah. I... You know... It, he is ridiculous looking, but it's great. Yeah. He, you gotta Google him. He's very cool looking. Didn't Ostrander write a run Ooh, of Ragman? I don't know. That sounds like something he'd do. Oh, I, I'm not sure now. But yeah, I mean... DC has so many of those like that. Now, I mean, Swamp Things has been getting more stuff yeah. recently. Um, you know, he had a new 52 run, and then uh, Len Wein, before he passed, did a miniseries. He was going to do another one. Uh, unfortunately, he did pass, and so that's been uh, tabled. Yeah. Um, they did announce that they're going to have a uh, series, a Swamp Things series. Yeah. Um, That's going to be horror-themed. Oh, I thought it was a movie. Oh, is it a movie? I thought it was a movie because I think James
0: Mangold is directing it. Oh, there we go.
1: Maybe it is a movie. I thought so. Either way, that's awesome. So, I mean, hopefully he starts getting more traction. I Um, would
0: say that Swamp Thing is a little bit more used than his Marvel counterpart Man-Thing. Oh, Man-Thing's horribly underused. Man-Thing is so underused, and I think it's because he has such an unfortunate name. Yes. But he's so underused.
1: Although... Did get used in the Werewolf by Night.
0: Oh, that's um, true. He um, was Ted in Werewolf by Night. He was Ted in Werewolf so by Night. So hopefully we'll see more of him.
1: So uh, that is hopeful. That'd be cool if if uh, he started getting more screen time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jonah Hex was another one I had. I mean, you know, they had that one ill-fated movie. Oh, forgot um, about that. And he hasn't had anything um, since the New 52. He did show up. In the Scott Snyder uh, Death Metal run, he was uh, Head. (laughs) Right. Which, it was still kind of fun. Swamp Thing was in that as well. Um, But yeah, he especially, I think, would work very well for having a a series instead of a a movie again. Because you could, you know, a period piece and you can just kind of go on and again that one would definitely suit itself episode after episode yeah. but um so yeah uh another personal favor of mine now he has been getting books here recently and that's Ghost Rider yeah um he they did use uh the newer one Danny Reyes and uh Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for one or two episodes it's been rumored that he'll be appearing in the MCU but still haven't seen Yeah, that's been a rumor for a long time yeah, too, I feel it like. Has. Now, Ed Brisson did do a run uh did a new run of Ghost Rider, I think was it last year? Um very good and it focused on Johnny Blaze being the King of Hell. Mm. Um So that was interesting, but you know, it'd be nice to have you know something else. Yeah. Um and I wrote this one down for you. Alpha too. Flight. Oh, man. Now,
0: I'm a huge Alpha Flight, Alpha Flight fan. You know that. If you're not familiar with Alpha Flight, I always describe them as Canadian X-Men, basically. Basically. Um, except for they have way less members. <laughs> yeah. um, way, fewer, way fewer members. Alpha Flight is just this weird, ragtag bunch of Canadian superheroes. Um, there's a Sasquatch on the team. Uh, yeah. There's a little person named Puck. Uh, there's a shaman. Well, his name is Shaman. Uh, there's a creature from the Black Lagoon type person. Um, I mean, it's just nuts, you know. And um, you probably know um, North Star. He's mm-hmm. a famous X Men. Yep. But he's originally from Alpha Flight. Definitely underrated. Definitely underused. Definitely weird. They are probably most famous for their John Byrne run back in the eighties. Eighties. Yep. Um, I'm a big fan. I paid 30 bucks for a Puck action figure, and it's about the size of a toothpick, height-wise. Was, height it, it
1: wasn't very big.
0: Um, but that's okay, because he goes well with my Sasquatch you figure.
1: rarely see a Puck action yeah. figure. That's the thing.
0: He goes really well with my Sasquatch, too. But yeah, they're really great. They are um, a supergroup that was one of the first comics I ever read was Alpha Flight. Um, so I've got a deep-seated love for them. I'm um, always meaning to buy more Alpha Flight merchandise, but there really isn't any. There's not a whole lot. No, no. but I'm glad you wrote that down because yeah. uh, they're they're totally underappreciated. They've been like popping up back and forth. They've been popping up a little bit every now and then, but I don't think Marvel knows what to do with them because they're not the X-Men and they are Canadian, so it's like you know their main focus is the United States obviously cuz that's where they're located but I love I love Alpha Flight. I mean I I can't I can't say enough about yeah. Alpha Flight. So if you if you get the chance I know they're on Comixology The John Byrne Classics.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you get the chance definitely check that out. It is it is worth the read. They're fun. Another group uh, before we go to the oddballs I didn't have it written down but it just popped in my head Because I know it's one we've talked about before And that's the Justice Society of America Oh I love the Justice Society When I was
0: growing up getting into comics I was like way more into the JSA than the JLA Yeah. Because I would go to the library And they would have all these JSA volumes and, and I've always been more into the lesser known characters Although it's funny because a lot of those characters Predate yeah, The big characters yeah. But uh, But they're just lesser known because they're so old And not very used but JSA had, like, Wildcat, who's my favorite character, yep. the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott, the original Flash, Jay Garrick, um, Adam Smasher, who was mm-hmm. in Black Adam, mm-hmm. Dr. Fate. Dr.
1: Fate. I love Dr. Fate. Yeah,
0: Dr. Fate. You know, I forgot to tell you, when I went to Cleveland, I saw a guy cosplaying as Dr. Fate. Really? Never seen that before. Wow. Yeah. I was going to take a picture, but his helmet was off, so. Oh. I didn't want to make him put it back on or anything, but. Yeah, so they just, and they also, that's another one that has a huge roster. Yes. But I started reading, I started collecting, when I started collecting comics, I was in the middle of Jeff Johns' JSA run. Yep. And his JSA run was spectacular. Very good. Yeah. Very good. If you're interested in old-timey superheroes or just like an alternative to the JLA, the Justice League, Justice Society is. Can't go wrong with them. You know who else I'm going to say is underrated? For now, Mm -hmm. Booster Gold. Oh, Sure. Um, he used to be a much bigger deal back when jeff johns was writing him again jeff johns but um he kind of dropped off the face of the, the earth but now there's news that he's getting a TV show so I think that that's going to be different yeah but for the for m- much of his existence he was underrated i
1: think. oh i would say so I would booster say
0: gold so. one of my favorite runs of all time was the jeff johns run where he was going through time with rip hunter mm-hmm. i don't know if you read that one but bits and pieces. I did I not collected. Read the whole it was one of the first things I ever collected.
1: Um, yeah, so underrated. I would agree with you. Absolutely. I, I don't have anyone else on underrated. Well, we already talked about the Spectre, the Phantom yeah. Stranger. We threw them all out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. The question. So, the question did you you've got uh, I loaned you the uh, lent you loaned you lent, lent? you? Lent. Lent. I don't know the the yes the question and I still black... haven't read it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to ask you if you had read it. Yeah, uh, again, Jeff Lemire. Yes, Bill. great, good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm looking at my comic book. Uh, well, maybe I did read. No, I don't remember anymore. But, but um, yeah, I mean. There's just some characters that I don't know if you could make him work today. Yeah. Um, like I'm staring at the unknown soldier. Yeah. You you could you could update him. Well, he had a really good run in Vertigo. Do you yes. remember that one mm-hmm. when yes. he was in Africa? Yes. That was a good one. So I mean, there's just I think the biggest issue is is everyone's focused on building these universes yeah. now in these worlds and they don't see how certain characters yeah. fit into it would be my guess yeah um you know you're not doing the haunted tank anymore you know <laughs> oh yeah he, haunted tank had a pretty good
0: run too uh in the mid-2000s when yeah. it was uh i can't tell you who wrote it but it was a pretty good short story or uh limited run
1: yeah but let's get to the oddballs this then. is gonna be the most fun Th- this i think <laughs>
0: So let's start with the X Men that you were going to talk about because I want to talk about my X Men before I forget too. So, the the X Men that came to my mind, and um, is Maggot. Yeah, I don't know too much about Maggot, but doesn't he have giant maggots living? In he him?
1: has he has two giant slugs. Yeah, maggots living inside of him, and they 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 digest everything and give him the 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 his superpowers. Just an absolute. Just. Why? Yeah, that's just it's it's the weirdest thing in the world. I guess it works cuz it's an X-Men. It's just one of those things where it's like where they're running out of ideas yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, you know what? What if he's got these two giant insects living inside of him and that's how he gets his powers and Yeah, I, I don't know how they ever thought
0: of that one. I mean, I I've come up with a lot of superpowers in my day and a lot of stories, but I have never Yeah. come up with anything quite like that. That is yeah. That is pretty wild. Well, who's your X Men? Um, I don't know if he's technically an X Men, but he's part of the X family, and that would be Dupe. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, yes. If you're not familiar with <laughs> Dupe. <Doop, laughs> um, he looks like Slimer from Ghostbusters. He is. Um, I just wanted to look up who created Maggot. It was Scott Lobdell. What's going on, Scott? Yeah. Anyway, so Dupe is basically a floating pickle. Yeah. And he speaks in his own language, and he's a member of the Ecstatics. Um, He speaks in a tongue that nobody can understand. One of the greatest standalone issues I've ever read took place in Dupe's head. Oh. The members of the Ecstatics got trapped in his head. Okay. It was a great, and I believe that was Peter Milligan and um, Michael Alred. Great standalone issue. And, yeah, so Dupe is just a flying pickle, basically. I don't really know what his powers are. If he has any, he might just be a... He, uh, creature
1: he just yeah he's but, look google a picture of him and you'll just be like wait what yeah it's d-o-o-p dupe yeah
0: um yeah it's totally weird but yeah he was my pick for
1: weirdest x-men that's a good one all right let me hit you with another one okay dog welder
0: i was gonna bring up dog, dog welder, welder. That was going to be my number. My number two was Dog Welder. Uh,
1: <laughs> Dog Welder, part of a group called Section Eight. Who any of those characters? Yeah, any of those characters would, would. actually belong on here. Um, I was not super familiar with him until I read Hitman. Yeah. Um, by Steve Dillon and um, Garth Carthanas. Good Lord, and then what was it you know 6 7 years ago or so dc did a limited yeah. run of of six pack in section 8 yeah. and it was a new dog welder so dog welder for all of you who don't know this is how <laughs> his name says it all he literally takes bad guys and he welds dogs heads to their body <laughs> it- that's it yeah
0: <laughs> it's one of the most messed up <laughs> characters leave it to garth ennis to create something like that oh
1: my gosh
0: if you don't know garth ennis he did preacher yeah so that should be enough to
1: well tell they you. actually so i was reading on him because i wanted to see they said steve dylan actually came up with oh that. really well steve, steve dylan also worked on preacher and so. it, yes and it was just meant to be a throwaway character for hitman they yeah. just they're like, let's create someone so absurd that it won't matter what happens. And so they created this, and then they resurrected him for Ooh. for other stuff. <laughs> yeah, welding dogs heads to bodies. There we go. Yikes.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Dog Welder was going to be my next go-to. Dad is hilarious. Well, I'm going to um. make you go somewhere else, I guess. Uh, Alright, here's the next one on this list that I'm looking at that I actually totally agree with is Mogo. Oh my god, I had 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 Mogo too. Mogo Mogo is a Green Lantern, but if you don't know Mogo, he is also a planet. Yes, a Um, sentient planet. A sentient planet who works for the Green Lantern Corps. Uh, 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 uh. There's actually a really good Alan Moore story called Mogo Don't Socialize. It's a great Green Lantern story. I don't really remember what it's about. I just know it's really good. But it's, uh, he's a planet. He's a living planet, and there is just something crazy about... I mean, Green Lanterns are like X-Men a little bit. There's some weird ones. Oh, yeah. You know, but a whole planet. Yeah. Nothing
1: tops that. Yeah. No. Because he's a whole planet, he is the only Green Lantern that's naked.
0: Wow. That I never thought wear, about that. that doesn't Man.
1: wear a Green Lantern uniform. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Think about that next time
0: you look at MoGo. <laughs> they don't make them in... XXXXXXXL. Yeah, like... they
1: don't. <laughs> yeah, I had MoGo on my list too. That MoGo's great.
0: Um, I actually really love the Green Lantern. So for a while, I was like really obsessed with Green Lantern. And I knew so many of the members. And... Green Lantern's a great character. There was the one that Grant Morrison created that was a bacteria. Yes. That was really cool. Yep. Oh my goodness.
1: All right. Hell Cow. Hell Cow, yeah. Hell cow? Um, a cow? That gets killed by Dracula, yeah, and comes back to life. Hans was was her owner. Cow's name is Bessie, by the way, yeah, and uh, spends the rest of her immortality, eternities, searching for the person who turned her into this monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: a vampire cow. There you go. I think Hellcow is available in the Lego Marvel game, the latest one that came out. Really? It's either she's a playable character or she's a site like an NPC, but I know she's in there somewhere because I found her. And oh, like, that's
1: awesome. I That's great. Who's
0: weirder, Hellcow or
1: Batcow? You remember Batcow? Oh, I do remember Batcow. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go by principle that Hellcow is weirdest. Yeah. Weir- yes. It's got to be Hellcow. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, I don't know what else you can say about Hell Cow, but... No, there's, it's a vampire
1: cow. That's that's it. That's all I got. Utterly ridiculous? It's... it's There we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Ooh, I'm going to go with
0: Dr... <laughs> this is a good one. Dr. Bong. Oh, my gosh. Are you familiar with Dr. Bong? I am not. He's a Howard the Duck villain. Oh, his head is a bell. Okay. A gong. Uh-huh. bell. And, so he, and his hand is a little thing that hits it. So that's why he's called Dr. Bong. Dr. Bong. Oh
1: my god. Yeah, and,
0: and keep in mind this was the 70s, so I thought Dr. Bong meant something a little different.
1: Yeah. I thought we were going in a different yep. direction. So did I, but that's Steve Gerber.
0: He's so clever for you. There we go. Dr. Oh. Bong, what a weird guy. He was, a lot of Howard the Ducks villains were very weird. Yeah. Um, the giant beaver guy and the space turnip and uh, if you There's another underrated character for you, Howard the Duck.
1: He is underrated. Don't he let it keeps be said. teasing us. They keep teasing yeah. us with Howard the Duck, but we don't get him.
0: Well, you know, that movie, that Lucasfilm movie, really did a lot of damage. It did. It did. Which is unfortunate, because that was like 30...
1: Yeah. 30, 40 years ago, almost. The newer run of Howard the Duck was really good. Yeah, it really was. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, Well, here, since we're doing uh, weird uh, characters with weird heads... Okay. uh, I'm going to go into the universe of the tick. Oh, yeah. Chair face Chippendale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's got a chair face for a head. He's got a chair for a head. And I believe he had chair face Chippendale had a son whose name was Stool Face Chippendale. Um I mean, you can take pretty much any character out of the tick, and, and they're yeah. odd. Um, but yeah, Chairface Chippendale. I. Well, yeah. Given yeah. your love for the tick, oh, I'm I do, not surprised. I do love me some tick. I got I got another one. All right.
0: Because of my love yeah. for the Doom Patrol. Well, the whole Doom Patrol is a bunch the of weird The whole Doom Patrol's weird, yes. But Danny the Street. Oh, okay. Probably the weirdest Doom Patrol character. Yes. Are you yes. familiar with Danny the Street? Yes. Danny the Street is a sentient living street. Yes. Uh, sometimes, also an ambulance. Danny the ambulance. Sometimes a world. Danny the world. Um, planet Danny. But most of the time, he's a street that can teleport. Um, actually, they, I believe it's a, I believe uh, Danny the Street identifies as they. Okay. Uh, as the pronoun now, because that's what it was in the Doom Patrol show. So, um. They can transport anywhere in the world, and they have all these buildings. I mean, I don't really know how to describe Danny the Street. Danny the Street is a living street. How about that? <laughs> just you. You sometimes wonder. <laughs> I think Danny the Street was created by Grant Morrison. So that would track. Yeah, so you yes. gotta just you just gotta know that, and yeah, hopefully your knowledge of Grant Morrison has been bolstered by this show after we've talked about him before. So oh my gosh.
1: Good lord. Now, (laughs) there's so many more I can go to. I'm going to go to this one first just because I laughed out loud. Um, I did not know this character existed, but now I need to go back and read stuff. Hindsight Lad. I don't know that one. Is that Legion? Uh, No. um, I'll have to look up the, the article. No special powers whatsoever except that he can look at a situation and tell you in great detail what could have been done better. For okay, <laughs> to make it is, who is that? Marvel, DC. <laughs> I think it was Marvel. Uh, okay, <laughs> I think. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up while you're going over yours. I just I read the synopsis because um, I was trying to find make sure I had something right on one of the other ones. Oh, I was looking up Hellcow because i knew about hell cow but i wanted to make sure i had the story right and then i came i came across hindsight sideblad and read their little blurb and i'm like oh my god that's fantastic well since i mentioned the league of extraordinary
0: no not the league of extraordinary gentlemen the legion of superheroes um you may not know them they are a group of superheroes from the 30th century marvel by the way okay they're a group of 30th century superheroes. They have specific powers. So I'm going to list two members. Um, one is Armfall Off Boy. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> who I think they adapted into the Suicide Squad. Yes. But Armfall Off Boy, his power is that his arm falls off. Mm hmm. He can put it back on. So that's that. And then the other one that's probably even weirder is Matter Eater Lad. Yes. Matter Eater Lad can eat anything. Mm-hmm. He can eat chain link fences. He can eat light bulbs. <laughs> probably lightsabers. I don't know. But he's a weird one. Some of the characters um, in the Legion of Superheroes are also in the Legion of Substitute Heroes. Which is like where you have the weirder powers that didn't get accepted into the Legion of Superheroes. Um, But man, the Legion of Superheroes is almost like the Mm X-Men. There's so many of them, and there's so many different versions of them in the timeline. There's like different reality versions of them that are canon. I don't know how to describe it. But you just just have to read a little bit about
1: them, and you'll figure out that there's a bunch of weirdos on their team. There are a bunch of weirdos in the team. I will not be talking about I, I No. No, we won't bring them up. Oh, there's a picture of Dupe by the way. Yeah, Dupe. I'm trying to find my hindsight, lad. Oh my goodness. Um I I really did. Oh, the Living Eraser. Yeah, that was another <laughs> one. Oh. Well, there's one that I was gonna bring up, Condiment King. Yeah, I was gonna bring up Condiment King too.
0: We have before sang the praises of Condiment King during the Bat- the very first episode of our podcast, I believe. Yes. It was the Batman the Animated Series episode, and yes. we talked about the Condiment King. Um, but that was a while ago now, so maybe yeah. you don't remember, but Condiment King is the guy whose power is that he has guns that shoot condiments. Yeah. Pretty much it. Also available in Lego event uh, Batman, I believe. No kidding. I oh think so. Gosh. He's fun. Yeah, Condiment King is great. Um,
1: definitely underrated definitely underrated and very odd and odd yeah what else you got i know you got more
0: yeah i'm trying to think um creeper creeper i have on my list okay love the creeper um weird name for a, a superhero very weird name but um i love the creeper's design he's kind of hunched over all the time and he's got like a boa scarf kind of yes. thing oh my gosh um he's really fun he's almost like a Joker. Yes. A superhero version of the Joker. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's always kind of towing the line between, is he a hero or isn't he? And, you know, they've kind of also towed the line. They, they've kind of retconned him a few times, you know, what really gives him his powers. Yeah. Is it—is it this drug that he was shot up with? You know, and then I know there was one line where they tried to say his mom... Suffer from schizophrenia, which kind of helped bolster this and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, he's he's an interesting bird. Um, I, I mean, how do you even describe him? He's just kind of unhinged. Yeah. and But, you know, when he's not the creeper, he's, you know, a newspaper. Or not a newspaper. A, a news reporter. A news reporter, yeah. He does
0: make an appearance in Batman Arkham City at the very beginning jack Ryder does oh you're right because he they take him hostage with bruce wayne yes but he does not become i don't know if he's in the creeper in that game there might be a side quest where he's the creeper i don't remember hmm because i know there's like Azrael. there's a bunch of side quests
1: there is a lot of side quests god i haven't played that in forever yeah i think i still have it over there hmm um so i've got kind of dc's version of deadpool uh in the fact that he's a fourth wall breaker, yeah. and that's ambush. Bug. I was going to say ambush bug too. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, he didn't get a whole lot. He had that. He made a couple appearances, and he had his, what was it? A four part miniseries yeah. where he adopted a toy as his yeah. son. <laughs> but he did. They did use him, if I remember correctly, in the end of the New Fifty Two comics where he was like when they were having crossovers. He was kind of. He was a news reporter. Yeah, and he he was telling news as it was happening in the universe. Yeah, um, he's very much aware that he's a comic book character, right? Um, so yeah, it's and I would I don't want to sound
0: like a hypocrite, you know, because yeah. I actually really like the ambush bug, but I think the difference is he's used so rarely. Yes, and he just. He just pops up every now and then, and he's like, "Oh, it's the ambush bug. Yeah. That's a nice little nod."
1: He that would be an interesting character to to fit in to a, a series, or you know, just a flash in a movie or something. Yeah, where it's just anyone who's a uh, you know big DC fan, right? Uh, especially from the '90s, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, well that's kind of yeah, kind of like how they had." Uh, Frogman in She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that was fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, we got to talk about Flaming Carrot, we right? we got to talk about the Flaming Carrot.
0: Bob Burden's Flaming Carrot is just a surreal, weirdo comic. Um, if you're not familiar with the Flaming Carrot, he's a man that wears a giant carrot mask, and the top of the mask is on fire. Yeah. Where the little green part should be is flames. It's flames. And he wears scuba gear, uh, it's... scuba flippers. It's... I mean, there's really no reason to to his madness. No, it's just a
1: surreal experience. No, yeah, and you're sitting there when you're reading it, you kind of get done. And you're like, what? What? Uh, yeah, what just happened? I what, know. Wasn't it an Eis- Eisner winning? Probably. It, it's, it's comic.
0: It's, it's pretty good, but it's just very weird. And it is. Yeah. It's. I don't know if you're into surrealism.
1: Definitely give it a look. Yeah, it, it's worth a read. It is wild. I can't believe I haven't brought up this character yet. The Eye, the Eye, the Eye. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh am I? my goodness, you're not familiar with the Eye. So that is a, if I remember correctly, a, um, a Marvel character again. Oh, let me. You you're talking about the Orb? not the orb it's the eye I had my oh my goodness my my uh, pull-up that I had on him because I wanted to read some of it because it was hilarious because so there's like two different um, iterations of the eye it's a superhero fanzine so the one from the 60s is is uh, written and uh, illustrated by Bill Joe Wright so there's there's oh, the picture, guy right there? yeah. Okay, it's literally just a it's an eye with a glass shield helmet on a body, and which is different than the orb that you right. see in the Ghost Rider comics. Yeah. But then there's an eye com uh, character right there. No one can see it, but it's just a giant flaming eye. Shooting <laughs> and it. So, this is what it says. The Eye was a character that appeared in the pages of Keen, Detective Funnies, in its own two-issue comic during the Golden Age in a series called The Eye Sees. And it's literally just a giant, it's a disembodied giant dot body part. And it has a desire for funny book style justice. That is the... <laughs> I've never heard of that. I thought it was the Orb 2 when yeah. I saw the first one. And I'm like, well, yeah, the orb's kind of weird. No, completely different. (laughs) Completely different. Wow. So did they, I wonder if they, Marvel took the character, because surely the second eye from the 60s was probably public domain. Right. And I wonder if they transformed him into the orb, kind of like they did with Ghost Rider, because Ghost Rider was already an existing character. Hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. A giant, floating, disembodied eye wow, searching for funny book-style justice. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. I mean, can you get any weirder?
0: No. That's probably the best way to end the episode. Oh, my Lord. I just... Too funny. Too funny. So, I might be inviting trouble when I say this, but I'd love to hear what people think of what characters might be overrated, underused, overused kind of thing what are strange characters that you've come across in comics definitely most of all leave us the strange characters because that's what i want to hear the most yeah
1: what's your favorite i mean so it's it's no secret amongst my friends i love the oddball comics If it's got a weird cover or a weird you know character involved with it i usually get it i i own a copy of a comic called the cancer man and He's literally just a giant cancer cell. Oh my god! I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull it out and show you sometime. Our 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 buddy Alan at uh, Crazy Comics in Columbus is really good about having just the weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, rest assured, probably seventy five percent of my weird comics probably are because of him. Um, but that's what's great about dollar bin. Yeah. Uh, digging too is. I mean that's where you're going to find that weird stuff. I've got a a uh, Hispanic uh, take of the Pit and the Pendulum. Oh, what? Yeah, it even has a Vincent Price like looking character <laughs> on the cover, and oh yeah, it's just wild. So that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, so let us know what what's your favorite weird characters or or ones that you're just like you can't believe they yeah exist. It's like. Yeah. When I first found out about Dog Welder, I just <laughs> Good lord. I blew my mind. But yeah, tell us tell us who you think's overrated or underused too. And uh, please be nice to us. Yeah,
0: this was a really hot take issue episode, so
1: I feel like the last two you've we've really set ourselves yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll lose some listeners between these two episodes.
1: Yeah. For the record, I love Batman and that's everybody uh, I love Batman, yeah, yeah. I mean I mean if you, if you look at my comic collection, you know, two, two plus long boxes yeah. of nothing but Batman and yeah. graphic novels. Him and Jonah Hex. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anywho. All right. Well, hey, this was fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and drop us a line and we'll see you next time. Stay nerdy. we